Good evening, everybody. This is the first ever episode of the Right Chain Chronicles, and I've been thinking about doing this for a long time, but I guess I never had the courage. But uh, since we we're in a special situation right now, I thought it was really important for me to communicate with the rest of the people who do the same thing that I do, which is drive a ride chair. And also to the riders. And anyone who happened to get in a car with a stranger, like an Uber, Lyft, Juno. I think Juno is bankrupt right now, but... Today is Friday, March 13, 2020, and we have a serious problem. I work in New York. I drive in the evenings, and... Tonight is really empty, and I'm not really concerned about you know the money I will make or the money I will miss. I'm more concerned about the people and the situation right now. There's a new virus. I don't know if it's new or if it's a, it's an old virus that um, changed form. But a lot of people are afraid of it. I don't know what to think of it. I'm not sure. Um, I, I hope I don't have it already because they don't have any tests anyways, but um, I believe two months ago, uh, we got the news that China had an outbreak of um, a new coronavirus, and you know, people didn't think much of it right here, because I guess nobody believed that it could arrive here, even though many people travel around the world. We have planes, people can fly between continents all the time. And I've been to airports many times, and I've seen people from all origins landing and getting into my car. Most of the time, I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they're going. You have no idea what people carry. And I've always took my precautions. You know, hand sanitizer, Lysol that I spray from time to time in my vehicle. And nobody seemed to care that much until it arrived here. But I guess many people still didn't believe in it apparently because um, I was watching the news uh, two weeks ago and um, the leaders along with the, the government was talking about oh we have it under control it's not gonna happen here we, we got this and I believe part of the population believed in it depending on you know, which party they align with which is kind of weird because uh, the virus doesn't care which party you belong to and another part of the population was like no I don't I can't trust the government and this is a real problem because I've been with a lot of people in my cars and you know sometimes we chat we exchange ideas and I realized that a lot of people like the big one of the biggest problems right now that the country is facing is people don't trust the government anymore and they have reasons it's, it's like uh, it's like a cheating husband like a guy who got caught cheating two years ago 
you know, his wife exposed him and everything. Well, if he gets up this today and he's like, oh, well, baby, I have a meeting uh, tonight at 7 p.m. And, you know, I, I can't go with you. I have to do it alone. My boss needs me. Well, she won't believe him. She'll be like, no, cheat her one time, cheat her all the time. You know, so I believe that's what what's happening right now. And, I don't, and I'm not even sure if the government is telling the truth because, you know, even when they came out and said that, oh, we have it. What did he say? He used, a, he used one of those expressions. He said, we have it under control and it's we contained it. Yeah, they used the word contain. As if we contain it pretty much airtight. And I thought it was funny that they came out and said it and some people actually believed in it. Because you can't isolate a virus. Especially if it's airborne. You know, it's not like um, HIV or some other type of virus that, you know, have difficulties passing from one body to another. This is something that goes from one person to another where they just talk to each other. You don't, I don't even think you have to sneeze. You know, so, and I never really like the, you know, when people, when people get in my car and sneeze without covering their mouths and, you know, coughing and, you know, you can't tell them anything because you ask them to cover it, they think you would. But you're rude for coughing in my car, you know. But anyways, so they came out and said many different things and um, the scientific community was saying one thing and politicians were coming out and saying another thing, which I don't even understand what politicians have to do with health issues. All you have to say is, hey, we're gonna put the resources for the scientists to do their jobs, you know, not we will do this, we did this, we did that, and people believed it, and at some point, uh, the bullshit wouldn't work anyway, anymore, because when you bullshit, that usually works for, you know, a short amount of time, you know, it gives you time to do something else, but in the long run, it's not going to work, because at some point, people will start getting sick, there's no real tests available. And I started seeing people panicking you know, around town. Uh, I live in Jersey. Uh, even today I went to get some water. No water. All I needed was one pack of water. To stick it in my trunk for my passengers. People went out after they declared um, a country of emergency or a nation of emergency, whatever it is. Everybody panics. It's like a zombie apocalypse. You see people, you know, driving around with hundreds and thousands of packs of waters and chips and paper, toilet paper in their cars. I'm like, you need to buy food. You don't need toilet paper. If you don't eat, you won't be able to shit. And the toilet paper will be useless. You know? And hand sanitizer sold out. Mask. That's the funny part. People went out and bought all the masks, including the N95. Now the people really need them to do their jobs don't have them anymore. Because apparently this country doesn't stockpile medical supplies. So now they're out. And come to find out, people don't even, like the mask doesn't even protect you from much. I don't, I don't, I don't even understand what. What made people believe that a mask can save you? A mask can just prevent somebody who's already infected from contaminating others. 
it reduces you know um how can i call it the the spread when they sneeze and when they cough like it kind of contains it a little bit and it doesn't go that far so if you're lucky and you, you you happen to walk by later on the virus won't be there anymore because you know it wasn't sprayed all over the place but you know tonight i was driving around and i saw you know a bunch of people walking around with misplaced masks uh, walking around as if they were safe no you're not if you think about it a virus is not the size of an m&m I mean, if you can breathe with the mask on, that means the virus can come in. Because the air doesn't come from anywhere else but outside, as if you were breathing, you know, without a mask. But hey, people feel safer like that because they can't even trust the government, which is sad. So, what I have to say is, um, if you usually keep your environment clean, keep yourself clean, uh, you should be able to increase your chances of um, surviving this or at least not catching it because um, apparently it's people with compromised immune systems and you know people that are old and weak or even if you 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 had too much to do during the day or maybe for a few days you worked out you walked a lot you did a lot of things and you're exhausted you know it's like a normal flu a more normal flu would get you if you work too much or if you, you if you have too much physical activity and your body is not you know properly prepared with the vitamins and the nutrients to to help your immune system to fight it but hey um yesterday for example it was a little bit funny how um it was a little it was kind of slow when i came to new york city i started driving um I didn't really mind the city being slow because there was no traffic, not too many pedestrians and you know, I never really liked pedestrians in New York City because they just don't care about their lives, period. So it was a little bit comforting to at least not have, not have to worry about all those things. But at the same time, um, I realized that this is not an ordinary, an ordinary time know i'm not sure if anybody can uh, count on the government to help them in any way shape or form because uh, i've heard that a couple of uh, congress people i think yeah congress men and, and women you know were iso- isolated themselves quote unquote from fear to, con- to 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 contaminate people just in case because they were exposed at some point but i just believe they they all they all had it you know, they all have it already and uh, they don't want to be embarrassed because they used to make fun of it and you, they used to call it a hoax and I, I don't think this is uh, I don't think this is going to end well because um, when a new virus shows up and you have people in the government who says oh it's the other side who's trying to make us look bad we're going to make fun of them and call it a hoax then all your followers will call it a hoax. Then when people will start reporting cases, the followers and you know your constituents will believe that hey, it's just a hoax. They're just lying about it. And there are people who actually think like this. Even when people die, I remember um, there was a, a lawsuit against a guy who uh, I think I think his name was Alex Jones or something, 
was talking about the Sandy Hook shooting was uh, just uh, it was just a hoax. It was just a, a, a something that they did to take people's guns away. And then no, uh, some children's parents sue him or something. So yeah, people are very misinformed and they just go by what they feel instead of what they know. So yeah, um, when it comes to me, I've been driving a for-hire vehicle for over two years now. Uh, never had a, a serious problem with that. Uh, sometimes I get sick, nothing serious. Um, I've had cases when I was pretty sure that my passenger gave me something. Like I would go and pick pick somebody up. They would, they would keep coughing in my car and not roll the window down, not covering it. I would tell them to cover it and then they would give me one star or, you know, they would give me a bad rating just because I did the right thing. I told them what I was supposed to tell them. Cover your cough, cover your sneeze. Then a few days later, I would feel sick. But that was no big deal. But now we're dealing with something different. I'm 30 years old. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not too young to be immune, completely immune from it. But I'm not old enough either to be too concerned about it but i still need to take my precautions that is if that is really important so if you get in a vehicle if you drive a vehicle if you want to use a, um, a rideshare service make sure that when you get in a vehicle you touch as little parts of the vehicle as possible door handle yes that's it don't touch things around don't adjust your seat don't touch the window nothing because I get my car washed all the time, but it's not enough because the virus is airborne. So there's literally nothing you can do to avoid that virus. I don't think there's anything. Anything they're telling you on TV, I believe it's just lies. It's just trying not to, you know, get people to panic and, you know, go and just rob all the stores they can find and stockpile supplies for months and months and months. That's probably why they're doing this. But the situation is not as bad as people would, believe, would think because it's just another coronavirus. There was other coronavirus before they came and they went. Some of them stayed. Even when I read on my on my Lysol, which was manufactured in, in 2017, the list of viruses that it kills has the coronavirus in there now does it destroy this one i don't know but destroy the coronavirus not sure if that one is included in the, in the list but hey i hope everybody is safe out there uh, maybe um i'll post another episode soon uh, i'm just trying to document as much as i can uh, when it comes to the events all right fire departments as if the virus wasn't enough, now people are setting their kitchens on fire. Probably trying to cook for 10, 15 days, just in case they cut the gas. You know, um, and one last thing, I'm also, um, I'm also, one thing I'm concerned about, one thing I'm concerned, another thing I'm concerned about is um, revenue.
I know it's going to affect. It's going to affect my revenue. I know it's going to affect my revenue uh, because people don't want to get on the subway any, anymore because it's packed. So more people started to get into rideshare vehicles, which was good during this week. But then after they declared um, the, um, the, the the nation of emergency, well, nobody wants to come out anymore. A lot of people already are already working from home. Others will probably stop working, you know, altogether uh, by Monday or Tuesday. And then there will be much less people out because the schools are closed. Many offices will close. Maybe the businesses, but uh, I don't think business owners will be, you know, hailing cabs or ordering rideshare vehicles. So I don't think that we'll have anything to do by the end of next week to make any money. They said airports will, even yesterday, airports were really open. I went to LaGuardia, which is the worst airport on the planet. It's been in construction for 5,500 years. And you can never drive around it. It's frustrating. Yesterday I went there, it was easy. No cars around, no traffic. I went, I was in and out. The restricted travel from Europe, which means probably 70% 70, 70 of travels will be um, off the list. So now you can't go to the airport and get anything. Even if you go, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be worth it because it's going to take a long, long time before you get anyone. You're better off you know, um, taking chances in Queens or Brooklyn or anywhere else. But uh, when it comes to the airport, I don't think it's worth it anymore. And for us, uh, there's nothing. There's no mechanism to protect us. We have a, a message that pops up from time to time saying, well, we, we're we navigating the virus right now, which I don't even know, understand what it means. But they said, well, take your precautions. Uh... We're doing everything we can to protect our drivers, but you can't protect us because uh, we're the ones driving out there, picking up people, taking the risk. So the virus gets to us. I don't know if you can, you know, compensate us because we'll have to be isolated or quarantined. Oh my goodness, we'll be we we'll have to be to isolate ourselves or go into quarantine. And then what? You have to pay bills for your cars while you're not working. You have to pay insurance. You have to pay your, your personal bills. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because I don't think they can pay us to stay home. Because we're not employees. We're independent contractors. Which sucks. Because technically, oh owe us anything they just pay us for a job we do the job and we go our own way we pay our taxes separately so yeah i think it's going to be a big problem uh maybe i should uh, look for a different line of work because i thought this was reliable you know because everybody go somewhere everybody needs a ride everybody's doing something at night in the afternoon in the evening but then, I don't even think I ever had, 
I don't even I don't even think I ever imagined that a disease could just come and just step on a business like that. I used to go out and make hundreds of dollars in two or three hours. Easy. Easy. Now I drive from Jersey, I get here, nothing. <laughs> This goes to tell you that you should never put all your eggs in one basket. Because now, if the, if the business goes down, no money comes in. Now I have to dig in my savings. And if I run out of savings, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. But I don't give a fuck. It's 2020. I've seen all, all of it already. So maybe I will. Maybe it's a wake up call. Uh, because I haven't been treated by, you know, uh, the companies, anyways. I haven't been treated well by them, anyways. So I don't think they will miss me if I do something different. Maybe I will start podcasting. Who knows? I've already been talking for like, what, 20 minutes? So we'll see how it goes. And. Good luck to everybody. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Uh, and don't waste your money buying hand sanitizers and masks. Because unless you have them permanently on your hands, you clean your hands with sanitizers after 10 to 15 seconds. A new virus comes in. It's not going to stop it. I don't think so. I'm no doctor. But I'm pretty sure that unless you have your hands dipped in hand sanitizer all the time and having a rebreather, it's not going to work. And if you're driving also, if you're driving a for hire vehicle, there's no need to roll all your windows up and, you know, press the recirculation button as if you were in some kind of bio lab and nothing will come in. No. You can still smell stuff from outside, especially big trucks spitting black smoke. You can, smell, you can still smell it. When you're in your car. So don't think that the virus can't make it into your car. So everybody be safe out there. And we'll see how this episode does. And it's kind of short because I'm just doing it off the top of my head. And we'll see how it goes. Thank you. And God bless you.